Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right. Go ahead. The time is now! Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to Thursday. Wow, we got here somehow. Here we are, January 18th, 2024. So glad you're here. Celebrity birthdays coming up shortly. This day in history, random facts. A DoorDasher chased by cows coming up today. Caught doing good. A swim team saves a drowning couple. Furniture stabber is what we're going to talk about in Stranger Than Fiction. And a lady put together a bingo game for all the things that her husband says while watching football games. Pretty funny. We got that story. Plus our outdoor moment in the 8 o'clock hour with Chase Tressler from Innovation Outdoors. Don't go anywhere. It's a big show headed your way for Thursday, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for Thursday, January 18th, 2024. Ashley Murray, who plays Josie McCoy on Riverdale, is 36. Jason Siegel, who's Marshall on a How I Met Your Mother, 44. Jay Chow, who's Cato in Seth Rogen's Green Hornet movie, 45 today. Malik Pancholi, who plays Jonathan on 30 Rock, is 50. Jonathan Davis from Corn is 53. Dave Bautista from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He was Drax the Destroyer in those, and he is 55 today. Jesse L. Martin, who plays Detective Joe West on The Flash, is 55. Comedian Dave Attell is 59. Allison Arngrim, who is Nellie Olson on Little House on the Prairie, is 62 today. Mark Messier from the New York Rangers is 63. Tom Bailey, the founder of the Thompson Twins, 68. Mark Colley, country singer, who you know is Frankie Gray on Nashville, is 68. Kevin Costner is 69. The WWF's million-dollar man, Ted Diabase. Diabase? Diabasi? Ted Diabasi, I don't know, sorry, I'm not a wrestling person, 70 today, and on this day in history, the first British convicts arrived in Australia at Botany Bay, 1788, Botany Bay. In 1943, the government declared a wartime ban on the sale of pre-sliced bread to conserve resources during World War II. Only whole loaves were sold until the end of World War II. In 1948, Gandhi broke his 121-hour fast after halting Muslim-Hindu riots. He was assassinated 12 days later. In 1952, Curly from the Three Stooges died. Died of a stroke at the age of 48. The Jeffersons debuted on CBS 
On this date in 1975, the Steelers beat the Cowboys 21-17 on this date in history in 1976 in Super Bowl X. Neil Sedaka received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1978. Jerry Garcia arrested in Golden Gate Park while freebasing cocaine in his car in 1985. Marion Barry, speaking of cocaine, the Washington, D.C. mayor arrested on this date in 1990 in a drug enforcement sting operation after he was videotaped smoking crack. Lisa Marie Presley filed for divorce from Michael Jackson after 20 months of very odd marriage. That happened on this date in 1996. They're both deceased now. Titanic won four Golden Globes in 1998. Justin Bieber released his song, Baby, on this date in 2010. The rest is history. And those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Dogs can see blue and yellows, but not reds and greens. This makes their red-green color blindness similar to about 8% of men and about, well, a half half of a percent of women. Dogs can only see blue and yellows. Blue and yellows. The ukulele version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel Kamakavivoli. Kamakamivoli? Kamakavivoli. Kamakavi Voli. Anyway, his version was number one on the Billboard World Digital Songs charts for 116 weeks in a row. That's the record for any song being number one on the chart. The ukulele version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Israel Kamakavi Voli. Kamakami Voli. I could just sit here and try to say that all morning, but I won't. Jimi Hendrix got paid $18,000 for playing at Woodstock. That was the most anyone got. A band called Quill got paid the least $375. There were only 15 runners in the first Boston Marathon in 1897. Only 10 out of the 15 finished. The guy who won ran it two hours, uh, ran it in two hours and 55 minutes, which is about 50 minutes slower than the guy who won it last year. So we've gotten faster over the years. Your fingernails grow approximately 3.5 millimeters per month, or about 0.14 inches. Your toenails grow about 1.6 millimeters, or zero or 0. 0.06 inches per month. So your fingernails grow about three times faster than your toenails, which explains, at least if you're like me, you cut your toenails a lot less frequently than fingernails. Anyway, kind of personal. All right, there you go. That's your uh, random facts bunch for this morning. Good morning. Glad you're here this morning. Happy Thursday to you. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. Well, this is one of those stories that's gone viral kind of nationally, but I don't think it would be a story if it happened in our area. A 27-year-old door dasher in Wisconsin had to throw his car in reverse to get away from a herd of cows. Now, not that there aren't cows here. It just seems like a door dasher in our area would know what to do if cows were coming toward them, but this guy didn't. Anyway, uh... He ran into this herd of cows on the road. They wouldn't stop chasing him. Eventually, he had to stop when another car came up behind him. Thankfully, the cows went around his car, and he made his next delivery, and he got it all on camera. Um, 
I don't know what to do in this situation. Uh, I'm just going to keep going backwards, I suppose. Yeah, he, so he just backed up for a long time until another car came and the cows went around him anyway. So he, he did, you know, unless they smelled his delivery that he had. Maybe he was delivering, maybe he was delivering grass. I don't know. I don't know if that's legal in Wisconsin. But nonetheless, he survived, and now we're telling you about it. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Two teens involved in competitive swimming from Canada recently saved a drowning couple from the ocean while they were vacationing in Barbados. This is Emma Basserman and Zoe McClensek, Ireland, talking about rescuing the couple. She told me that her husband was further out and she was struggling to swim. The undertow that day was pretty strong, which I think both contributed to them being pulled out. He was trying to swim, but we could tell that he was struggling. It was a pretty long and tiring swim, I'd say. I didn't want to show them that I was scared because I would make them even more worried about our safety and their own. We tried to, uh, to stay as calm as we could. Okay, well, it's a little hard to hear, but basically she was scared too, The one of the girls who was rescuing these people, but she didn't want to show that she was scared. That is called courage because she did it for the sake of those that she was rescuing. She didn't want them to panic. So these two young ladies got in the mix when it was necessary to save these people's lives. So that is a fantastic story out there. It's caught doing good, my friends. If you got a story like that, email it to us so we can tell everybody. Show at IkeWingate.com. That's the email. Show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, you know, police never want to be called to a stabbing, right? Because 99 times out of 100, it's going to be a nasty scene, right? But uh, there's another 1% of calls that it's just going to be an upholstery nightmare, I guess. Police in North Texas had a call come in about a stabbing. And when they got to the scene, they found a man slashing tires and stabbing patio furniture. I don't know if he just hated patio furniture. The guy was apparently outside of a bar. That's usually where the story starts, right? A bar. Uh, <laughs> I mean, name one crazy story that doesn't involve a bar at some point. It does. Uh, anyway, the guy was uh, outside the bar with a knife, and he was uh, banging on windows and attacking everything in sight with a knife. Not people, but objects. No humans were hurt, thankfully. The guy was tackled by employees at the bar. They were able to take him away, uh, take away the knife, and get him uh, held down until the cops got there. They're checking out the guy to see if uh, he was on something or has some kind of uh, mental issue. They haven't said what he might be charged with, but either way, either way, someone's going to have to do some new decorating. We know that. (laughs) Okay, that's Stranger Than Fiction, everybody. Good morning. Well, is your spouse a mega football nut? (laughs) Apparently, apparently some... Some are out there. A woman in Frisco, Texas, named Mackenzie Waters, made a list of her husband's go-to reactions when he watches the Cowboys. Yes, and you know it was a bad day for him a few days ago when they just got waylaid in the first round of the playoffs. Anyway, she made the bingo card for things like the first down gesture or yelling, let's go, and she turned him into a bingo card. Yeah, apparently she made it into a drinking game. And she takes a drink each time she crosses one off. Oh, that's going to get messy. Uh, and then a video of it blew up on uh, TikTok recently because ESPN shared it. And uh, anyway, this is uh, what it sounds like when uh, when it all goes down. Yes, it's 
third and 14. What are we doing? I've been watching f football games with him for seven years now, <laughs> and he's been reacting the same way for seven right. years. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it would be fun to show everybody, you know, the silly things that he does during games. <laughs> we had talked about it before uh, and just how predictable I am. And so we kind of thought it'd be a funny idea if we pieced it together just to see how well she actually knew me. Well, apparently she knows you pretty well. She came up with these. These are a couple of things she came up with when he makes a touchdown gesture. That's one spot on the bingo card. He pretends to throw a flag like the referees. That's another another square. Uh, if he yells, get him, apparently he does that a lot. That's on there, too. Quiet clap. What's that about? Quiet clap. I guess he says that. Or if he yells, Why? My wife could come up with one for me yelling, what? Anyway, um, I guess another thing he says is heads, uh, head down, eyes closed. Another square is for when he yells, what are we doing? Apparently, he has to get up and walk down the hall a lot. That's one of the squares. If he crosses his arm, that's another. Or if he aggressively pets the dog, that is another <laughs> spot on the bingo card. So I guess he's a creature of habit. He's a creature of sadness now if he's a Cowboys fan. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Every Thursday at this time, you know what it is. It is our outdoor moment with Chase Tressler at Innovation Outdoors. Good morning to you, Chase. Well, good Thursday morning to everybody. I hope everybody's enjoyed that little bit of winter wonderland we had this week. I know it's enjoyable to see a little bit of snow in those arts. I like it from time to time, and I'm sure we'll have a little bit more. Uh, today, the sun's supposed to be out pretty good. Temperature's supposed to get up there, so a lot of it's going to melt away what didn't melt yesterday. Uh, there is some warmer weather coming in next week, but still a chance of some freezing rain, I think, the first of the week. But hopefully it won't stick to nothing or accumulate, so we won't have a bunch of ice. But, you know, getting back talking about the snow that we had, one thing that I really like uh, when it does snow in the Ozarks is to maybe get a chance to get out and maybe do some bow hunting. Uh, if you're lucky enough to, to stick a deer, harvest an animal, you can get to do some blood trailing in the snow that you don't get to do a lot through the season. It's uh, really neat to see you know, a good blood trail and be able to track it, show your kids if you got them with you to, you know, really help identify the, the blood trail. And then the other thing I like to do is get out and I'll look around the property that I hunt or for small game trails, you can really see where the rabbits and such are using uh, the locations coming in and out of the, the brush piles and the thickets. And then also you can see where the predators are moving along with your deer and stuff. But, you know, you if you're looking to doing some trapping, uh, maybe getting into setting some leg hold traps or some snares, especially, you can really see where the predators are, are hunting and coming in and off your property or your hunting locations or your field edges. You can see where they're traveling a lot. It's a really good tool to use to get an idea of what's in the area and, and what they're where they're moving about. So, you know, then you can go back and look at where you might want to set your leg hold traps off the trail or where you might be able to set up a snare. That's a real good way to find a good location for a snare. Uh, the snow gives you a, a bird's eye view of where they're traveling. So, you know, get out and enjoy this. If you get time and there's not all the snows melted off where you're at, get in some of those shady areas and check your property or your lease and maybe think about setting some traps. Uh, do a little bit of predator patrol and help control the, the population. So everybody enjoy the weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Well, most of us know those unspoken rules at our office, but just in case there's someone out there listening that doesn't, these are some things you might want to pay attention to. Unspoken office rules. Okay? 
If you've been in a meeting forever and your boss says, okay, anything else? Keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Uh, Number two on the list in the 10 unspoken office rules is don't be too efficient. It makes other people look bad and your boss will just ask you to do more. If you're not busy, don't tell anyone. Oh, come on. I don't know. I don't agree with that one, but I understand the sentiment. How about that? The next one is the third time you walk past someone in a day doesn't require a hello. So say hi the first time, nod the second time, and ignore them after that. That sounds like something from Curb Your Enthusiasm or something. Number four is never reheat something smelly in the office microwave like fish, especially right before someone else uses the microwave. You'll cross-contaminate their food with fish stink. Another rule is if you don't want people using your coffee mug, don't leave it in the kitchen. If you leave it there, it's a communal mug, okay? (laughs) Unspoken office rules. Don't be the smelly person at work. If your odor is more pungent than most, invest in perfume or cologne. Although, that's a slippery slope because too much perfume can also make you the smelly one at work as well. So you got to be careful there. Uh, Next rule, unless you have a private office, never use your speakerphone. People should be more mindful of how loud they are in general. I don't know why anyone uses their speakerphone anyway. I just don't. You got AirPods, use those. Why would you ever want to use speakerphone? Someone please explain to me why. Unless it's a very, I don't know, specific, rare moment. Like if you're in the room with someone that needs to hear it. Like that. Otherwise, you don't need to be talking to people on speakerphone. I see people driving down the road, and they're holding their phone down, and they're talking, and they're clearly on speakerphone. Nobody, I mean... Nobody wants to talk to someone who's on speakerphone. You can't hear. You don't get every word. It's just... Anyway, you got me started on it. No, you didn't, but I got myself started, I guess. Anyway, no speakerphone. Don't mess with other people's stuff is the next rule. If someone's out sick and you know they have extra ketchup packets in their desk, you're not supposed to steal those. Uh, The next one is don't complain about everything. Constant negativity isn't fun, even if you agree with the person's take. And number 10 on unspoken office rules, don't schedule meetings first thing Monday or last thing Friday. It's a great way to make people not like you. That's according to a thread on Reddit. What did we miss? What do you disagree with? Send me a text, 870-505-1518. Good morning. Thanks for being here on your Thursday morning. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Well, did you notice when you're taking family photos over the holidays that, uh, you know, did you notice any of the younger people, you know, tweens and teens and everything, doing anything strange in the photo, like covering part of their face? The online tabloids claim that there's a new trend among Gen Zers called the nose cover, which is basically just holding your hand in front of your face. Yeah, literally, you, you see examples of this and someone's hand is over their own face. Yeah, celebrity kids apparently have been doing it online. It's something a lot of kids are doing. It doesn't really mean anything like a gesture like, oh, that's a secret code for this. It's just a way for kids to block their face and their expression because most parents are on social media these days and posting the pictures. And they say their kids haven't given them permission to post their photos and they might be making a stupid face or something and they don't want to be made fun of. That's basically what it is. Since everyone is online... It's easy for the other kids to see these 
cheesy family photos and then tease kids about it. It's all about the teasing. So the nose cover is a way to partially hide themselves in a cool way. I don't I don't like it. It's not cool. You're ruining your family photos. I mean, before you do that, go talk to your parents about not posting on social media photos of you. Maybe something like that. But don't ruin the photos forever with your hand in the face. Like, talk to the hand. Too old? Yeah. Okay. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing. One that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it. Listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.